Hey guys, welcome to the Hey Dad, Can You Talk podcast. My name is Bailey Garner. I'm the host. And each week we call my dad, Toby Slough, and we just talk about common struggles that we all have in our day-to-day life. And he gives some awesome wisdom. So we want to invite you to peek in on our conversation so that you can glean from his wisdom as well. So let's call my dad. Well, hey, B, how are you? Hello. Good. Uh, pretty good. How are you? <laughs> well, I, I see uh, I see a little girl sitting beside you. Mm-hmm. I have so, a little, I, I have two friends with me today. Looks to me like you're multitasking. Um, I'm trying, but uh, my husband reminds me all the time that, that multitasking is not a real thing. So... <laughs> Well, um, so you got the two littlest out for the summer. Yeah, so it's officially the first day of summer. They got out yesterday, and um, I this is what we're going to talk about today because it's been a roller coaster of emotions this week. So um, it's actually probably pretty fitting that they're sitting here <laughs> today. What do you Maybe mean, can... roller coaster emotions? What do you mean? Mm. Well, I mean, I feel like I've been excited for summer, but I've also been very nervous and apprehensive for summer. And I think that it's something that a lot of parents feel or caregivers, just anybody who have kids at home. And I think it could probably range from small children to old. It just, it's just a different set of challenges with each kid, you know, but, um, I, but I've, been trying to have a positive (laughs) attitude. And then I feel like some things have been thrown my way this week that have made me nervous. And so, and it's hard, honestly, I struggle with wanting to admit that I am nervous because I think all you see online is people excited about summer and parents that are going to do all these fun things. And I'm over here, like, am I going to survive? So, um, that's just, you know, so that's been on my, that's been heavy on my mind this week with summer approaching. <laughs> yeah. It, it seems like we, no matter what we talk about, though, we come back to the same topic, right? I mean, we always start the same place. Mm-hmm. We can talk about, you know, ways you deal with the summer. Uh, but, you know, you talk about feeling bad because mm-hmm. you don't seem as excited as people mm-hmm. seem, I guess, online. Yeah, you're, you know, which is shame, right? At some point, mm-hmm. it's like I don't feel this way, and I should feel a certain way, mm-hmm. which is the core issue for you, not your kids being home. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, it is. So, first thing I tell you is that if you're dreading or uncertain or not as excited as all of the airbrushed, <laughs> edited photo videos yes. of moms on that welcome to being human true mm-hmm. there's a little piece i think of every mom especially stay-at-home moms right mm-hmm. or, or even working moms too though that mm-hmm. we're going to be in a different routine mm-hmm. it's going to be uh a little more challenging and there's a little bit of i don't know at some level trepidation you know at some level about it. So like take off your cape of trying to be super mom <laughs> and how you feel is how you feel. Mm-hmm. So we always say, what do we always say? We we want to feel our feelings, but we don't want our feelings to steer our life. Right. And control us. Totally. 
Because shame yeah. will cause you to do some crazy things in the summer. Yeah. You'll you'll all of a sudden try to compensate for your internal feelings of how you should feel with, you know, some of what I think are the common mistakes that I, I, we've made and I've seen others mm-hmm. make in summer, like, you know, this over over programming. Mm-hmm. Right. It's mm-hmm. going to be the greatest summer ever. And so you're in over program every minute of every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And I call I call that like FOMO. And a big part of FOMO is I need to do this so I'll feel better about myself because I really don't feel how I should feel. Yeah, totally. I do struggle with that. And you talk about this spending money we don't have to impress people we don't even know or like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it can turn into that sometimes too. It's like trying to live up to the, what other people, what, you know, I don't know other people's, what they perceive you as, or for me, it's more just like, oh, I want to provide it for my, my kids, like a really fun and exciting summer. And that looks like all of these activities, but, but at the end of the day, that's not, that's not true. So, um, yeah, I actually had a moment like a, <laughs> a breakdown a few days ago about, I think my kids weren't sleeping very well. Um, I was butting heads with one of them, um, not to be named. (laughs) (laughs) And I just was like, God, I don't, I don't know what, how I'm going to do this every day. And, um, I have, hung the 40 IMs on the fridge, um, that we have, that we reference every single podcast. <laughs> and I just started like reading them over myself. They're supposed to be for the kids, but I was just reading over them and I was weeping because I just was like, that's all I really, in that moment, like, you know, and I, I know we've talked about this, that we can get in our heads and we can get in this moment of like feeling helpless and it's never going to get better. And in that moment, that's all I had to cling to, which is, the best thing was, and I'm just thankful is right there in my clear sight. And I just thought about everything we've been saying about how God gives us the strength for today. So we can do hard things. Um, and so it helped me to keep going and take one step forward, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so I, I get it. I do. I mean, there are, I, I think, you know, we talk so much about mental wellness, mental health, and a part of, you thriving in the not yet, you know, in, mm-hmm. in those moments, you know, freedom, not being, not the absence of feeling overwhelmed, mm-hmm. but finding God in it is for me, I've learned that when I'm feeling overwhelmed by life, it's a pretty good signal that I'm not letting each day take care of its own, as Jesus mm-hmm. said. Right. And so yeah, I always like to tell a story about you know, when I was running my first marathon, mm-hmm. I had a guy that was helping train me that had done the Ironman, which is, mm-hmm. you know, that's big boy training. Yeah. <laughs> and he was so helpful. And one of the things that he told me was that when you run a marathon, you always, you keep the finish line in mind, but you mm-hmm. really, your focus is on the next water station. Because mm-hmm. when you run a marathon after about mile five, every mile, there's a water station. Mm-hmm. And so you tell mm-hmm. yourself, I just got to run to the next water station. Mm-hmm. And that has served me so well in my battle for my mental health that when I feel like I'm overwhelmed, it's like, oh, wait, I'm too focused on the finish line. I just, totally. need, to, I just need to run to the next water station. Yeah, yeah that's totally true. I think true. that's true as a parent, right? As mm-hmm. a parent and the summer's here and you're thinking how many days till school mm-hmm. as opposed to, hey, what today, you know, what are our values going to be mm-hmm. as a family? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And what can I do today that meet those values? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, what would you say are some, I feel like you talk about rhythms a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, what would you say to somebody who is feeling apprehensive, whether it's a stay at home mom or just someone who's basically their schedule's changing for the summer, you know, and, right. and it's going to look different with their teenage kids, you know, and going to have more freedoms and with, you know, then you've got you who have adult kids who struggle in a different way. And so what are some like practical things you could tell me, <laughs> please. And then whoever else is listening of to, that I could do to get my head in the right space and to make sure that I'm keeping myself healthy for the people surrounding me. That's a great question. So first let's talk a little bit. You said use the word rhythm, you know, and I Mm -hmm. do talk about rhythms a lot. One of my favorite things Jesus said in the message version is he's going to teach me the unforced rhythms of grace. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the reason I'm so uh, like committed to rhythm is because I have found the fallacy of balance. People say, Mm -hmm. well, I I just want to be balanced. Mm -hmm. Well, it's impossible to be balanced. Think of a seesaw. Mm -hmm. How long can you balance at some point your legs start aching, mm-hmm. you know, you, I mean, to be balanced, you, you have to be still, you can't be emotion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could go on and on. And so when we think of our lives of being balanced, we set ourselves up, I think for frustration, mm-hmm. but when we think in terms of rhythm, mm-hmm. rhythm is seeing the future and seeing, uh, okay, here's, here's some things that are going to, take my energy and here's some things that are going to give my energy. And I want to make sure that I have season of giving myself energy mm-hmm. in between those seasons that take your energy. Does that make yeah, sense? That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you talk about setting like a rhythm for the summer, like mm-hmm. really practically, quite honestly, you have to sit down and begin with the end at mind. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, who's going to build a tower without first counting costs. Mm-hmm. And like, so you have to sit down and with your mate, uh, with your significant other, whatever, and say, okay, wh- like, what are our values? What are three things that at the end of the summer we want to say? Not that we made progress. We moved. The, I, I, I say we <laughs> we don't have to have a ninety yard touchdown pass. Yeah, just says three yards in a cloud of dust at the end of the summer. <laughs> hey man, we made some progress. We moved the chains, right? Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, if you think about, well, here's what I value. Number one, mm-hmm. I value that our family is going to, uh, my kids are going to grow. They're going to grow in the air, in whatever area it is. I I, want to focus on seeing my kid grow in relationship with their brother, sister Mm -hmm. and how to manage their own life. Pick your deal. Mm -hmm. So then as you think about not your month and not the summer, but as you think about first your week and then your day, you're asking a question of what am I doing that's helping my child helping our family like fulfill that value. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. if not, it just becomes what you said. It just becomes yeah. this boiling pot of social media images and pictures that we all know aren't real, but they affect us anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you could be in, so you pick your values mm-hmm. and once you pick your values, then you build around those you build your your weeks your months and your days around those values (laughs) like there's esther and you say well (laughs) you know this summer uh 
What I, what I want Esther. I want Esther to learn to do this by herself. Yeah. Yeah. Or I want Esther. Hi, baby. I want Esther to you know not interrupt every time I'm talking. <laughs> Then you you're gonna and you know what like this is great I don't want it to be unedited because mm-hmm. this is life this is the life mm-hmm. you live yeah. and so what's something I can put in my weekly schedule is there a game we can play mm-hmm. some kind of activity we can do that the point the kids think they're just having fun but the point yeah. is no we're all learning to take our turn mm-hmm. we're learning not to do something over the top of somebody else does that make mm-hmm. sense Yeah it does Yeah I liked what you said about um, the, the rhythm of, well, I don't remember the words exactly used, but like something that's going to take from you and something that's going to fill you up kind of, because I think what we can get in the rhythm of just doing all, just doing our checklist and the things we need to do, whether it's for the kids, uh, for work, you know, I work from home too. So that's usually the stuff I'm trying to get done. And I think if I think about the summer and I think about what are ways I do get filled up. One is, you know, obviously spending time in the word. And then like for me, um, being outside with the kids without my phone and not having any other distractions, that'll fill me up. And then maybe getting to lay down for 30 minutes and read a, you know, a book or watch a show. If I tell myself I'm going to schedule those in, you know, and make sure I'm filled up in those ways, then I'll be able to pour out in the other ways. Because I think we can just, for me, one thing I'm not good at is I'm just trying to pour out, pour out, pour out and get things done, get things done. I'm not refilling. And then I'm just trying to serve from an empty place, you know? And so, um, I've been so focused recently on how am I going to get everything done, but I think focus on how am I going to changing my focus to how am I going to be filled up myself, you know? so that I can pour out. I don't know. I I feel like that's what I was thinking of when you were sharing that, because I think it's so easy just to look at the things we have to do and we don't take care of ourselves. Yeah. uh, I I feel guilty too, honestly, sometimes like goes back to the shame, but taking, you know, doing things for myself outside of my family. But if you're thinking in rhythms Mm -hmm. and you're thinking about stuff that takes your energy, that Mm -hmm. I say, I say, sucks the life out of you as again we just get you know hey this is great chaos you know and you've got all this going on then you understand that the greatest gift you can give your kids is a you that is not completely drained and so Mm -hmm. you start seeing those times differently I think sometimes man we start thinking so much in values Mm -hmm. about what we want to do as opposed to what we want to be that's true Right. So so here's all the things I want to get accomplished versus here's who I want to become. Now, what can I what can I do that accomplishes those things? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, the videos be I'm I'm an old man. Right. I mean, I'm not. So anything I know is because I paid the dumb tax at some level. And Mm -hmm. and I have found that intentionality always wins Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that when you're intentional, it's never perfect, but when you're intentional, you come closer uh, to reaching, you know, living your values than you would if you didn't. And mm-hmm. like for you, it's, I mean, I know you. And so, you know, speaking to moms of young kids, who's, it's, it's like you, you, you've got to fight the urge to see the summer as an 
obstacle and instead see it as an opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity yeah. for you to get sanctified a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, like practical things like, like your kids, our kids, everybody's kids need to learn how to be bored. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah. that's the th- one yeah. of the fears I hear from moms all the time. I, I just don't want them to be bored. Well, mm-hmm. it's not keeping them from being bored. It's the value of teaching them how to not be bored, you know, how, totally. how to, yeah, how to operate in, I mean, cause that's what life is, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I've read something uh, a few days ago. I don't remember where, mm-hmm. but it was like the way you responded to your kids when they said they're bored. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and a pair, instead of, instead of saying what we would normally say, saying, I don't like being bored either. What's something we can do. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, one, this lady was talking about having a bored jar and in mm. the jar, That's there were different idea. activities. And when, it, when mm-hmm. one of your kids say they're bored, okay, well, let's go pull something out. And that's what you're mm-hmm. going to do. Mm-hmm. But teaching them how to not to not be bored, but how to respond when the inevitable part of life becomes bored. You become True. Yeah, that's good. Because honestly, <laughs> I would be like, okay, you're bored. I'll give you some chores to do, but it probably shouldn't become a like, pun- not a punishment, but something negative, how to turn it into like a positive. Um, so that's, <laughs> that's a good idea. Um, I'm revealing a lot about myself on this, on this episode, I think, but. Well, um, you're, hey, hear me. You're revealing everybody. I mean, there's <laughs> nobody that's not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're bored. Come yeah. on, let's go do this. Let's go pull some yeah. weeds. Yeah. Which, by the way, <laughs> I've, uh, I've been doing, by the way. <laughs> which, by the way, our garden would look much better if the nutrients weren't being sucked out of the dirt by all of the I've weeds. I've been pulling weeds. Okay. Um, Inside well, jokes, funny. Though. I know. Something, though, that I was thinking because you shared last night on Instagram about you were talking specifically about teenagers, but about getting them outside when they feel mm-hmm. down in the dumps. And so what are some, do you have any other practical tips like that to keep your family in general, their mental health, you know, up and, and engaging in other things because it could be so, I don't know, in the moment, I like know the, I'll know things if someone asks my advice, but when I'm in the moment, um, you know, I'm like, I don't, what do I do? So I loved that to make sure we get outside every single day. Cause that could, that, and do something that will um, engage, you know, their brains in a different way. And, but do you have any other things? Well, yeah. And but again, it goes back to your values, right? Like when mm-hmm. I think about you and Ross being teenagers, mm-hmm. uh, one regret that I have is that I did not like, I ought to teach you the value of enjoying your life. Mm-hmm. So in the summer the, mm-hmm. there's, you know, I just remember you guys wanting to sleep all the time. It's like, you're not going to sleep till two o'clock every day. But my thing is, well, how about letting you sleep as long as you want one day a week mm-hmm. or two days a week? And then mm-hmm. the other two days, we're going to agree that we're going to do something together. Mm-hmm. See, I think mm-hmm. what happens to teenagers, especially mm-hmm. in that adolescent yeah. time of development, is you get you become this little adult who just gets in this little circle that you like this mm-hmm. this Bermuda Triangle that sucks you down. You're you're down in the dumps. So you don't get off PlayStation or you don't turn your mm-hmm. music down. You just do the same thing and it just takes you down and down and down. So the job as a parent, as you're guiding and leading, is to teach them, right? I want to teach you uh, how 
you can get out of that cycle. And mm-hmm. so until yeah. you're old enough to make those decisions for assist, I'm going to show you. So mm-hmm. we're going to, you know, we're going to get up and go somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. or we're going to have breakfast together twice a week as a family. And at breakfast, mm-hmm. there's going to be some kind of goofy game we play or something. Yeah. Like the thing I remember about teenagers is, is things that you guys rolled your eyes at the most, lots of times, mm-hmm. are your greatest memory growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. So I would say, I, to, I like, for a teenage, for a parent of a teenager who, mm-hmm. you know, like, again, in under this kind of looking through this lens of what you value, it's like, I want, I, you know, decide what it is you value and and, mm-hmm. and then allow a schedule to be built around that. Mm-hmm. And, and like, the point isn't whether they want to do it or not. There's, mm-hmm. there's 15, 17, they don't like nothing, they don't like anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like still be the parent, mm-hmm. not overbearing, not authoritarian, but like we're, we're going to get outside and we're going to have breakfast two days a, a week. I know you hate it, but the trade-off is you get to sleep in two days a week. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this together as a family. We're going to have family game, not something that they're going to draw stupid. But you just start building kind of, I think what you do at a level of a, of a, adolescent is you just get them out of that cycle. That's why I, mm-hmm. sometimes going for a, when I talk about exercise or going for a walk, you know, and I got some blowback on that post, but I said, problem, right? Yeah. I mean, d- use the bartering system. And so you can't, bro. Yeah, sure you can problem. Hey, if you'll <laughs> come play this game for 30 minutes or you do this, I'll let you do this. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's not a bad thing because if you just get into a battle of the wills, <laughs> Michael Thomas, uh, <laughs> then, you know, they dig their heels in. It ends up being incredibly unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, like, I hear you talking to, no matter what your values are, obviously that's what's going to drive it. Like you said, but spending intentional time with the people that, you know, like setting, scheduling intentional connection time, um, I feel is like a lot of what you're saying too, whether it's through a game night or whatever it is, you know, cooking breakfast together. I don't know. I think that that, and that goes back to that having a community and having safe people is gonna, is, is healthy and good for your mental health. And so another thing I want to encourage people to do that has helped me this week is, um, having someone to talk to. So, you know, like making sure you have your safe people that when you are having a hard day that you don't, you can tell them like the, what you're really feeling and they don't judge you and it's, and getting it out. We talk a lot about how when it loses its power, when you talk about it, you know? And I think it's, I think that's something that when you're in a different routine, you can get out, like you can get out of that rhythm, you know, spending time with your community and and staying in contact. But that's something important even more when you're not in your rhythm of the normal school year. I don't know. I think that's helpful for me. And I have to be aware of that, that, oh, I'm getting really down. I'm not talking to anybody. I need to reach out to somebody, tell them how I feel. That's a good word. It, it's always better. And, you know, you got down this week and, you know, mom told me you called her and mm-hmm. you were having a tough day. Well, mm-hmm. it's because you had been by yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like you were talking to somebody about it. And mm-hmm. that little voice, man, that little voice that comes, mm-hmm. uh, the way you break that little voice's power is through the God's truth. And most of the time that happens through somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. And so totally your mom's able to speak something to you mm-hmm. and it's, 
and it's the spirit in her connects with the spirit in you. And I love what Kurt Groeschel says, man, you can't, you can't control your circumstances, but you can control your perspective. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways my perspective gets shifted the most is when I was with a a good friend from college. I hadn't seen him Mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. And I texted him. We spent a couple hours the other day at lunch, he and his wife and me and mom. And I just texted him and said, man, you're like, you're, you're, uh, voice is important in my life. Mm. It's important because it's an outside perspective. Mm-hmm. He sees things I don't see. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. And honestly, more and more this week, as we've talked about in this month, we've been talking about mental health, you know, and that's all, that's, that's a really huge focus of ours at Gobi. It's the main reason that you started Gobi Ministries. Mm-hmm. And I just see every day when like, I'm the type I'm in the middle of it, you know? And so, and I know you feel that when you're battling for your, um, with your panic and anxiety and it just, it just reminds me all the time that so many people are struggling and, and need to know they're not alone. And that that's, that's the whole point of this podcast. That's the whole point of what we do at Gobi Ministries. You know, it's not to like, it's just for, it's for to connect to God's power, but then also just to know that like, we deal with, we all deal with this stuff. And so I don't know, I I hope at least people that are listening today will just know that, Oh, I, they, I, I'm not the only one that feels that way because it's just hard for people to admit it sometimes. And so I I just highly encourage everyone to download the 40 IMs and to place them throughout your house this summer and to read them before your kids wake up or read them while you're, you know, whatever. I don't know, because um, they're more important now. I mean, they're always important, but when you're struggling and you don't have the truth to tell yourself and you are alone, maybe physically around, there's no one around you that can speak over you. Um, and I just am reminded more and more of why it's so important that we share this message with people. So, yeah, my life, my life is anything. It's a testament to Romans eight twenty eight that God uses crappy things mm-hmm. to do good stuff. And, mm-hmm. I believe that. So God can use like a hard season mm-hmm. that a lot of you are about to enter into. He can, mm-hmm. you can look back and go, that was hard, but God did something mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just, you rarely fall into that. You never kind of slip into it. It's totally. because there was a, you know, you were continually finding ways to be connected to him. 40 I am's is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Worship, you know, yeah. in your house. worship is, is great in your house. Yeah. Uh, just finding ways to get connected to him, uh, something that, that connects your spirit to his spirit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be committed to praying for the, and I hope, and I wanted to ask you too, because I know you're in a different season, but it is going to be a summer season of travel and stuff, but just that we are praying for our, for our people that are in our community, you know, um, just that the presence of God would be near and that his truth would combat the lies. So yeah, that's going to be gr- on our hearts. One of the greatest, uh, I guess, unexpected benefits of what God's doing in Gobi for me is, you know, I don't, I don't sleep so great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you know, when I read people's responses to either social media stuff mm-hmm. where we get these calls, you know, people mm-hmm. go on our website and, and sign up, you know, to, for me to, you know, share with them or 
personally, it, it gives me something. To, I mean, I've gotten a chance to pray for lots of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I just want you to know, man, if you listen or if you joined our community, there's somebody that's praying for you either specifically by name, but as a group. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You always ask me at the end, what's one thing I would leave with everybody? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I thought about you, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad you had the 40 IMs, all of these tools. I'm glad you have friends. I'm glad your mom's your friend. Mm-hmm. I think if I were you, B, I would get a sticky note and a pen, and I would put this and write, write this and put it on my bathroom mirror, and it's three words. This mm-hmm. ain't forever. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's just, just that you would get up every morning, go to bed every night, and go. It's a hard. It was a hard day, or this is a hard little season mm-hmm. where I've got a girl with a you know an ear infection, a a, a, a middle son being a middle son. I mean, all of that you yeah. go through. But this isn't forever. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. You know, a couple of months or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and if you can keep a, that kind of perspective. That mm-hmm. it's not going to stay this way, and yeah, it's going to be harder than normal for a couple mm-hmm. of months, but it's not forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, man, that's a God perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is, and that is a good thing I need to tell myself every day. <laughs> and I just love what you said about your values as a family because that it's like when you get to the end of the day and you're like did I what did I do a good job did I get all my work done whatever it's it's not about that it's did I did we work toward the values we're setting for our family and that simplifies it a lot and just brings it in perspective of what's important so yes start with start with what am I becoming Mm -hmm. not what am I doing yeah you start with what I'm becoming what do mm-hmm. I want to become? It will help you figure out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and you, Robert, and let me just say this. I know more of you listen than watch, but like mm-hmm. as you sit there with Esther, hey babe, hey, hey baby, you're doing better than you think you are. You are. You're doing better than you think you are. Look at that sweet girl. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> I mean, she, she, won't, she won't be in your lap forever. Yeah. She's a little stinker at times. <laughs> but one day she'll be on the other end of, you know, a mm-hmm. uh, call like this and she'll yeah. be grown and you'll be so proud. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> well, I love you. I'm glad that we got to chat today. It definitely uplifted me. And I, I hope to that. You know, people see just real life. So, you know, and that I'm kind of glad that they get a glimpse into that. So, <laughs> oh, me too. 100%. Hey, Essie, I know you can't hardly hear me, but Papa loves you. you. I hope you have a good day. Hey, Papa said he loves you. Can you say bye? Bye. bye. <laughs> Go weed the garden. Uh, yeah. Love All right. You. Love you. Bye. Love you. Thank y'all for listening today. I hope you know that we're going to be praying for you during the summer months of transition and just change. And if you aren't one that's in a season that's um, harder than maybe be praying for those of us that are. And I hope you just feel like you left today knowing you're not alone. And also that they're just to focus on the things that are most important and ask for God's grace every day. And something that I always remember is that he's going to fill the gaps where I lack. And so hope you know that. (laughs) As I'm talking, I'm home with my children for the summer and (laughs) it's crazy. And,
And yeah, here we are still recording this podcast. So I hope at least you know that we can do hard things. Okay. Have a good week.